Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine, uh, giving you a spotlight today. Spotlight on what else? COVID-19. It's Thursday, August 20th. So that's important because things change day by day with COVID, we're finding out. But anyway, we're well into this pandemic. Turns out, at least in East Tennessee, three or four months ago when everybody was freaked out, quarantining, back then there was really no need to panic. Uh, now, it's pretty widespread in this area. It turns out it's just kind of coming through here. So, of course, I've treated a lot of COVID patients. Um, you know, a lot of the hospitals have a lot of COVID patients in them. And I just kind of want to summarize for you what I've learned over the last several months because I've really dived into COVID a lot because as a physician, you know, who's in charge of taking care of patients, um, I better know my stuff on this. I think all medical personnel need to step up and to the plate with this one because this has been a bad thing for our country and our world. As you know, it's this COVID virus is acting differently than any other virus we've ever seen. That's why they call it the novel virus. It means new virus. I mean, you know, compared to the, the Spanish flu in 1918, um, it's not as bad as that. That that flu killed millions and millions of people worldwide. I mean, it wiped out an unbelievable percentage of the population. So COVID, fortunately, um, is not on that level. Uh, could we have something in the future on that level? We could. Um, unfortunately, this virus, we weren't really prepared for it. And the testing has been terrible, almost worthless in a lot of cases. Um, it's become politically charged and biased. And, you know, it's just been a terrible situation for the world. And, excuse me, here in America, we've been hit the hardest out of any country in the world. It, it's hit us the hardest. And why is that? I mean, we're the most economically advantaged country. We can do things medically nobody else can think about doing. And here a virus comes along and, and has really been devastating. I think there's been 160,000 deaths so far. Millions have had it. Um, and the thing about this virus is that um, nobody knows where it really came from, to be honest with you. But when you look at the viral sequence, that sequence of amino acids that is this RNA virus, um, what's weird about it is it's never been seen before in, in any kind of animal. So whether it was a human manufactured thing that got out and leaked or, you know, I got my thoughts about it, everybody else does too, nobody knows. So in any event, um, we've got to deal with it. And I think the reason why it's been so bad in America is because um, we have such an unbelievably obese, out-of-shape, sick population here in America. It seems it's really selecting out people that um, have pre-existing conditions, even if they didn't know it. Now, there's, a, there's some outliers, of course, that it's getting to, but for the most part, you know, the people that's killing are elderly people, n near half nursing home patients, um, morbidly obese patients, diabetics, heart disease, lung disease, people with low vitamin D, I keep stressing, please take vitamin D, at least 5,000 units a day, and also take C and zinc, very protective, and 
keep your immune system going. This this isn't a virus that just gives you pneumonia that kills you. This is a virus that creates an inflammatory reaction inside your body, and it's almost like your body's own response to it that's killing us, not viral pneumonia like the flu virus. One thing that's interesting to me is that when somebody gets the flu virus, they always have symptoms. You don't test for the flu virus positive and not be sick. You can test for this COVID-19 virus and not even be sick. As a matter of fact, probably half the people that test positive have no symptoms at all. That's really strange to me. It's unlike anything we've ever seen. It may be that people that don't respond to it have this thing called a T-cell immunity. You know, the antibodies we check for in blood are B-cells, but the T-cell immunity, which is a whole different story, it's the one that's lurking underneath the covers that may protect you or will protect you against this thing. Some people have it. I mean, there's certain blood types that may be uh, more protected, like O, type O blood. Uh, Women seem to be less affected than men. Certainly, dark-skinned people like blacks, Latinos, American Indians have been devastated by this disease. They get a lot sicker. I think a lot of because, maybe because they have low vitamin Ds, their their skin doesn't absorb vitamin D from the sunlight like more light-skinned people do. So I think that's a factor. And there's probably other factors involved as well. Um, But in any event, the testing has been terrible for this thing. Um, there's been a new test that's been announced by Yale University and the NBA working together that's going to be a saliva test that is going to be cheap, maybe 4 or $5, get the test results in 10 minutes, and that's what we need because right now this test can take up to two weeks, three weeks to get back. In the meantime, you're getting sick, you don't know. So um, it's, it's just a weird thing, but... Um, what you need to do is, is protect yourself against inflammation because inflammation that causes all disease is very dangerous with COVID. As a matter of fact, we do a lot of blood testing in my office for different inflammatory factors like myeloperoxidase, um, LP plaque 2 activity, um, CRP. It, it turns out that even after you've had this COVID disease, um, and if you make it, and most people will make it, um, it can cause damage down the road. And two-thirds of those, that damage is heart. I mean, I've, to- I've talked to many hospital doctors, cardiologists, pulmonologists, hospitalists, infectious disease docs, ER docs. I've talked to a multitude of them. And really what is killing people is, of course, the blood clots that form. That's why you're going to get a a blood thinner as soon as you go in the hospital and you should probably be taking an aspirin at least uh, to you know prevent blood clotting with certain risk factors it's all individualized but um, what's killing people really are are heart attacks and heart disease heart failure so um, if you go in with a bad heart and you're very inflamed you're not going to do well with this especially if you have a low vitamin d level Um, you know and you need to really recognize if you have this early and I'm treating early. I've treated probably 50 people outpatient with this. I'm not treating them in the office. I don't want them coming into the office. I'm doing telemedicine. So I've treated about 50 patients. Um, and you know, not all the time, but most of the time when I use the, the COVID cocktail that I use, and I do use a lot of hydroxychloroquine on I just do. I think it works. Um, I use a lot of z packs 
vitamin D, aspirin. I do a lot of um, vitamin C. I tell people that they need to get get out in the sun. I, I sometimes if their lungs get involved, I make sure they get a nebulizer at home and and get this thing called budesonide, which is an inhaled steroid. Sometimes I use uh, dexamethasone uh, orally to kind of get the inflammation out. It's all individualized. You know, I, I talk to these patients and we check on them daily to see how they're doing. If they get real short of breath, I tell them to go to the hospital. And um, knock on wood, so far I've only had to do that once. But I'm glad we started treatment early. Um, uh, the the ICU doc called me and said he was very thankful we started that early treatment with hydroxychloroquine um, uh, that may have really made a big difference. But th this thing can get bad. And just because you think you're out of the woods, you may not be out of the woods. This thing can cause sequelae down the line, you know, from mostly heart and lung disease and also chronic fatigue. Um, so, you know, the point is you need to avoid getting this virus. I'm all for prevention. The best treatment is prevention um, by doing things like social distancing. If you're around people, certainly in crowds, you should probably wear a mask. You know, masks aren't the answer, but um, what can it hurt? Um, but and take take your vitamins, uh, stay healthy. Maybe check your inflammatory markers. If you have if you have any symptoms, go get tested because it may take a while for you to get that test back. And if you get sick, certainly call your doctor or call us at Performance Medicine. And you know a lot of people <coughs> when you have COVID, you test positive for COVID, and that cough is not from COVID. Uh, you know you don't need to be sent home with Tylenol and a coughing medicine. You need to be told what to do, and when to um, know when to go to the hospital and when not to, because your goal is not to go in the hospital unless you have to. Um, but anyway, I hope this helps you. We'll keep you updated on this thing. There's a lot of nuances. It, it changes, you know, day to day. We learn more every day about maybe things that prevent it, maybe risk factors that you may have that may place you in a special category. You know, we're still waiting on a vaccine that we don't know is going to be effective or not. Um, you know, I don't know many people that would tell me today that they would take that vaccine. As a matter of fact, I think I've had one person out of the ones I've asked that said they would actually take that vaccine today before it's been really tested in a lot of people. Um, but certainly there's safe drugs to use um, when you get it, or even as a preventative, a lot of times we're using in frontline workers, the hydroxychloroquine. We really use a lot of that um, in doctors and nurses and EMS personnel that want it. I'm certainly all for it. But anyway, so there's a lot of factors. Um, any questions, please don't hesitate to call our office or email us at performancemedicine.net. I'll try to do one of these every week or so to keep you updated on all the changes. Um, but I hope you stay healthy and safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends, and if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.